Welcome to the Ritual Cast, an exploration into the weird and wonderful world of witchcraft and spirituality. I'm your host, Sky Riley, and if you're looking for all the answers, you won't find them here. What you will find is an honest take on my witchy journey the good, the bad, and the purified. Uh oh. What are you going to do to me? You'll see. I'll see? Yeah, you'll see. How, how are you going to purify me? I mean, what, what, I'm more concerned about how much is going to be left when you're done with it. Like well, I mean, you'll still be here. You'll just be real clean. Oh, ba- you're going to bathe me. Okay. <laughs> With fire. What? <Well>, huh? <laughs> I, I like the soap version better. <laughs> so I'm going to fucking put you through the flames. Okay. Yeah. I'm worried. It's, it's that time of year. That's what it is. <laughs> no, not really. So it's uh, it's almost in bulk. In bulk. In bulk. We were just watching the mummy, so Ted's got like emo Ted like <laughs> stuck in his brain. Emolka. <laughs> it it uh-huh. kind of sounds like a toddler can't say his favorite superhero. <laughs> the green one, Imbolk. Imbolk. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about Imbolk. Um, I, of course, have a, uh, a stone. I'm sure you're so shocked to see the rock. Yep, and a plant. And a plant. Yep, vegetable and mineral. Vegetable and mineral. Now we just need an animal. That's me. Oh. (laughs) I'm I'm the animal. (laughs) Okay. Um, I also uh, gathered some stuff from some other holidays that are celebrated at this time um, because I mostly focus on the Sabbats because I, I don't know if I'm Wiccan per se, but I follow a lot of the like wiccan stuff plus i'm like super scotch irish so like all the like celtic gaelic stuff Mm -hmm. works for me um because you know that's my past and shit a little added flavoring if it works for me but i know it doesn't work for everybody so i wanted to i tried every time i do one of these sabbats i try to do like a couple of other things that are like going on in different cultures and stuff like that too so right like the super bowl that's gross, Ted. No. Fucking. Well, eh, I don't care that much. Fucking boy. <laughs> yeah, how dare me? Yeah, how dare you? So first, how's rock? No, I has rock. It's nice rock. It reminds me of peanut butter and jelly. Ah, I see that. Like a strawberry jelly, though. Or raspberry. Or raspberry. I mean, one of those red berries. Cherry jelly. Ew. You ever had cherry jelly before? I don't want to. But just that maraschino cherry, gross. No. I was gonna say apple jelly, but I think apple I think jelly is yellow. like yellowish yeah. or brownish. Watermelon Especially jelly. Does watermelon make jelly? I don't. I don't know. Can you make watermelon jelly? We need to ask Kirsten. Kirsten, she's not here. She can't hear us. Maybe when she listens to the podcast. I so hope that I get a fucking text message. Just a random text a couple days from now. <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, look, you can. Five cups of sugar? Good God. Makes the medicine go down. 
Anyways. Oh, so what is this? This is mookaite. What'd you call me? <laughs> a mook. No. Mookaite. 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 Yep. Mookaite. Mookaite. Just going to be talking like that the whole fucking episode, done, You done did it. You put me in the mode. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I didn't even mean to. I didn't do it on purpose. So this is found primarily in Australia. This is the only, Australia is the only place it's found in the world. Okay. So I'm sorry. It's not just primarily found there. It's only found there. Um, it's found in this specific part of Australia. So it is a stone. Form- I see that. God damn it. A stone for Mother Earth. Let me finish. <laughs> okay. A stone I was trying to swallow. A stone for... Shut up, Ted. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You fucking made a face. All I right. seen it. <laughs> it is a stone from Mother Earth. The Earth. Gaia. Yeah, well, I don't know what the Aboriginal... Um, oh, I'm either. No, I don't know a whole lot about that culture, but... Um, you'd think that it would be water because the word muka means running waters, but that's just what they call the area because I guess it has lots of pretty flowing water. Hmm. So I feel like lots of the middle of Australia is just like a big fucking desert. So maybe that's why yep. occurs naturally in the muka Creek. Okay. Cancer and Capricorn. So that crosses both of us off. Oh, yep. And then... The, like, three lower chakras, so, like, root, sacral, solar plexus. Are, uh, okay, okay. Um, it is a Mohs six and a half to seven, but I read that it's brittle and fractures kind of like obsidian. So, so, oh, uh, yeah, okay, extra brittle, got it. Yeah, so, like, it's not gonna, you can't, like, scratch it, but it will snap, kind of a thing. Okay, sure. Not bendy. Breaking. No, most rocks aren't. <laughs> um, so I have never read this before on any of the other rocks I've looked at, um, but maybe I just missed it. But it's kind of cool that this rock has fo- I'm gonna fuck this up. Fossiliferous, fossiliferous, fossiliferous raptors. No, no, I can't say it. Fossilis, fuck, <laughs> fossiliferous properties. That means it has the ability to contain fossils. Oh, okay. Fossiliferous. Fossiliferous. It's a philosopher. No. <laughs> my, ma- my mouth doesn't want to rearrange <laughs> no, those syllables. It's really hard. <laughs> Say fossil. Fossil. If. Iferous. Porous. Yeah. Fossiliferous. Philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> Like those kids who can't say synonyms. Fuck. <laughs> cinnamon. What? what? Cinnamon? <laughs> I'm done. We're not doing this anymore. <laughs> Fucking tongue is broken. I can't. Um, but it contains fossils, usually um, those like little tiny single cell orna- organisms. Fuck. Off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> completely off the rails. <laughs> can't pronounce anything because that damn word. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna regress the vocabulary we're yeah. using for the rest of the podcast Fuck. down a couple grades. Yeah, Jesus. We're going to middle school vocabulary Fuck. here. Um, anyways, it's believed to have been formed during the Cretaceous period about 145-ish million years ago. Mm-hmm. It's a long ass time. It's old. Real old. Yeah, it's a rock. Well, that one rock wasn't that old. We did a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Yeah, your lab rock. Yeah. Okay, 
so this one is kind of deep. This rock is good for resolving inherited patterns and healing ancestral trauma. In- ancestral trauma? Ancestral trauma. So like dead people ago? <laughs> dead people ago, yeah. Ancestral trauma is dead people ago. Like all those family ghosts that are haunting me? <laughs> oh. Can I just wear that for a while? Wait, that ha- that's happened? I have no idea. That's, I, that's a thing? It's the only thing that explains my luck sometimes. That explains your look. I am not a psychologist, so I'm not going to get super deep into this. Or a geologist. Or a geologist. Yeah, really, I'm not an anythingist. So, <laughs> you know, take all this with a grain of salt. Um, but basically, intergenerational or ancestral trauma um, is somebody in your past went through something like not just horrific, but, like, a huge chunk of the world, like, went through it kind of a thing. Like, it was, like, a something that changed sometimes DNA. Like, it really, re- like, fucked up a large group of people. Not, I mean. Like, for example, we went through COVID. You know, that might actually eventually, like, play out into being sure. generational trauma. It hasn't ended yet, so I think it's hard to say. But I'm talking, like. I mean, I'm not saying no, but I'm just saying that the um, examples that I have are like surviving the European wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so your great great grandparents went through that. That means you might suffer from PTSD, alcoholism, sexual abuse, like emotional aggression or regression, or sorry, repression. I guess any either of, the of those. Above. Yeah, any of those, because you know your great great grandparents went through that you know, and then that happened. Yeah. They develop personality and coping mechanisms. That sure. Happen. Yeah. Because it fucking changed their whole life. Yeah. Similar to like, if your great, great grandparents survived slavery um, and racial violence in the American South, they might deal with things like abandonment, domestic violence, low self-esteem and CPTSD, like things like that. Yeah. Forget what I said about us going through COVID. Yeah. Um, it's all, yeah. well, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong because like a lot of shit changed because of that. And I think that I kind of think it actually affected the kids more than it affected all of us. Like, because my mom has said, my mom's a teacher has said that she's noticed like a huge change in like the behavior of kids, hmm. which is kind of wild. So, so I wonder like how that will affect their kids and their kids kids kind of a thing so i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying that these are the examples that i have also like people who survived famines and oppression in british india might run into things like poverty consciousness um severe anxiety depression things like that Mm -hmm. so the holocaust oh geez yeah things like the holocaust like stuff like that that we have talked about this before like talking to somebody having therapy None of that was a thing until pretty recently. Like, that wasn't a thing that people did. Yeah. So if you're a shit parent, you know, or you're not necessarily a shit parent, but you, like, don't even know how to, like, deal with your own shit, now you got a kid, which we all know is super fucking added stress and, like, all of that shit. And sometimes they had a lot lot more of them than we did. Right. Plus they're going through whatever's happening in the world now, not just what happened, you know, a long time Uh ago. So I don't know if you've seen that picture. It's like 
uh, like great grandpa, like saying like, I hate you or like you're terrible or whatever to like the next person. And then it says it to the son and then the son, there's like a barrier between him and his Mm -hmm. kid. And it says, he says like, I love you. Right. And that's like, that's what breaking generational trauma is. Um, And I am happy to see, you can say whatever you want about gentle parenting, but I'm happy to see a lot of people from our generation raising their kids and teaching them how to regulate their emotions and deal with their emotions when they are also learning how to do those things at the same time. So something I could have used. That's yeah, but that's what it takes. Like it takes, it takes teaching yourself how to do it and figuring out how to do it better. Mm -hmm. That's really what it is. That's how you break it. And you use this stone. Yeah, so if I just wear that for a long time, like I'll be a normal person. Mm-mm. No. No, you got to do some extra work. It's not just that. Oh, yeah, go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's jasper, right? So in general, it is a grounding and protective stone. But in addition to all that, um, it's going to help you foster a sense of adventure and flexibility, and it promotes the need for variety and new experiences which I thought was perfect for this time of year. Okay. It's going to help with those experiences by ensuring inner peace and balance. And it's supposed to help with decision-making and also enriches your trust and love for Mother Earth and all her beauty. So perfect for this season. Okay. Also helps to purify the blood and promotes wound healing and the immune system. Mm-hmm. Supposedly it delays aging, so I'm just going to rub this all over my face. <laughs> okay. Um, soothes the digestive system, aids in reproduction and pregnancy, as well as with high blood sugar and kidney and bladder issues. Okay, there a couple of things ago, you probably shouldn't rub too hard. Against my face? The pregnancy thing? Oh, oh okay, yeah. no. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to rub it down there. <laughs> rub it on my face. I don't feel like it's systemic. What? <laughs> just being around it is gonna. No, but I have fucking something for that later, and I'm. It's hilarious that you fucking brought that up. We'll get to that in a bit. Oh. No, I'm not like announcing my pregnancy on all air, Ted. I'm not ready. Um, no. So, I picked a leaf. Just a leaf. A leaf, just one leaf, which. We keep running into all of these that I'm like, I thought I did that one, but I guess I didn't. We're going to talk about basil. 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 We definitely haven't done that. No, we haven't. Basil. I love basil. One of my faves. Yep. It goes in a lot of a lot of Italian food. Love of basil. Yep. <laughs> um, so basil is fire. It is Mars. It is masculine. Okay. And Scorpio. So there's two main varieties of basil. Here we go. Sweet basil and Thai basil. I know. I fucking thought it was going to do that, too. I was like, I've had enough. You be one thing. One of them's actually American oregano. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So sweet basil is most often used in Italian cuisine, and Thai basil is used in Asian cuisine. Weird. Right? Okay. Uh, It is native to India, and today there are over 150 varieties. Huh. All right. Would never have known that. Right. It's been around for 4,000 years. Well, yeah. All right. Believed to have uh, magical powers like being an antidote for snake bites. (laughs) Hmm. 
um, and believed to give strength during religious fasting. <laughs> found in mummies in Egypt. <laughs> Comes full circle. <laughs> Fucking stuck on mummies today. I don't understand. Um, it was found in mummies in Egypt because the ancient Egyptians used it for embalming. In Greece, it was a symbol of mourning. M- mourning like death or mourning like sunrise? I have no idea. Just no, mourning like death. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how they used it. But well, you pronounced fucking... it the same, so I didn't know. That could be two very different things. Because it's English. I, how am I supposed to... Mourning? I Should I pronounce I it Mourning need... from now on? <laughs> Mourning. <laughs> okay, so it has this, like, death feel theme, kind of... Yeah, I am kind of seeing that. So, the herb was referred to as Basilius... Basilius? Basilius Futon. <laughs> that sounds like Ikea furniture. <laughs> I'll have a Basilius. <laughs> Basilius. Uh, futon is P-H-U-T-O-N, but that was hilarious. It, <laughs> it means magnificent, royal, or kingly herb. <laughs> this is what happens when I don't get, like, a pre-script. <laughs> yeah, well, this is what happens when I have to look it up on the fly also. <laughs> All this stuff that I was doing and laughing at by myself, you get to laugh at it with me now. Um, it's referred to as the king of herbs, but it was once known as the herb of poverty because it was believed to provide protection to the poor. In India, they placed it around their temples, placed it with the dead. Yeah, so I'm seeing like across a lot of cultures, it was yeah, used as a lot of like death involved. And death. Oh, in medieval times, many doctors thought basil was poisonous. That's because they're European, so. They are, they think all herbs are poisonous. Yeah. No spices. Yeah, right. All right, last little thing. Basil was once believed to identify chastity. So if the herb withered in the hands of a woman, she was considered to be impure. Impure? Yeah. Like, how long? That's what I want to know. Just Hold fucking, on to this for a couple of weeks. We'll find out. Just fucking <laughs> like, wither. Like, Don't put it down. No, they're not. <laughs> I think they mean instantly, but that would be a cool trick. Yeah, there's got to be, like, some old-school magic stuff that went away when we, like, came up with technology, or at least these plants did, like, weird things, and then, and now they don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. We can hook up a monitor to you and <laughs> shove a camera places it doesn't belong to find out things that don't matter anyways. I mean, it kind of belongs. They built it to go there. Never, just... <laughs> to go where no camera has been before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> wow. It took almost six years, but I finally did it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, it's good for love, luck, and money, which is what I always use it for whenever I do money spells. Hmm. Peace and purification. Um, it's also good for mood elevation, stress relief. It is great for creating peace in your home. It assists with aggression, like to balance it as assertiveness instead of being aggression. Okay. Uh, increases strength, energy, and sexual desire. That just sounds like food. <laughs> there, let's add some more food to food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's a little extra pinch in of food. <laughs> like, you know what? If you made a lasagna without basil, it wouldn't do any of those things. No. It would make you fat. No. So, <laughs> basil... <laughs> Is antibacterial. What? It destroys phlegm. It's good for most digestive complaints. Calms your nervous system. Fights off cold and allergies. 
and then I found a couple little nice little spells and uses. Uh, a good little bath spell if you use marjoram from last time, mm-hmm. and basil in a bath with some frankincense oil for 20 minutes. It's good for protection. Okay. If you keep three leaves of basil in your wallet, it'll attract extra money. I need three basil leaves. <laughs> More than that. No, it said three. I have to do three. That's fair. Um, if you cook with basil, it'll bring love and health. You can grow it to strengthen your household. Um, and basil is actually one of my favorite herbs, both dried and fresh. So I really should learn how to grow it. Yeah. So that's our herb and our rock. Now we're going to talk about imbolc. All right. First of all, what the heck even is imbolc? Well, I can't wait for you to tell me. <laughs> so before I was practicing... Um, I had heard of Yule, like definitely yeah. heard that before. I've heard of Samhain, um, right. even Ostara a little bit. Like nope. I've heard of all those things before. Not like, I don't know what they were, but like I had heard the words before. Uh, we went over Ostara last season, so I'm probably not going to cover it this season. Um, Which one was that one? Easter. Is that the one where like you get high with all your families in your little Scottish den and uh, maybe. They shut all the windows and doors with all the smoke. Was <laughs> that the one? I don't remember, but uh, I hope so. <laughs> Getting high on Easter. Hot boxing Easter. Yeah. I can tell you. Uh, no, that was for, um, cleansing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, because they'd be shut up in their houses yeah. all fucking winter and they would burn juniper to like clear all that shit out yeah yeah anyways so in bulk i i literally forget about it all the time in fact i forgot about it a little bit this time too um so i'd like to remedy that uh when is it february 2nd so i'd like to remedy that and do some more research so i know so here's some fucking research straight to your dome in bulk is the cross quarter sabbat which is the midpoint between Yule and Ostara. So we're okay, making so our way towards spring. So it's one-eighth of the rotation. Yes. Got it. It's right in between Yule uh-huh. and Easter. Well, yeah. Ostara. We don't talk about Easter. The first post that I found about this called it a fire festival, and I immediately went, is Ja Rule here? Uh, but basically, Imbolc is a fire festival with an I, not a Y. Okay. Um, where we're celebrating the return of the first light. It's also called the quickening. Oh, okay, cool. I get that. Yeah. So, like... The days are getting longer. Yeah, days starting... Yeah, you're, yeah. like, starting to see... In some parts of the country, you might be starting to see some, like, blooms on stuff. And mm-hmm. maybe it's getting, like... It's definitely lighter yeah, it's, earlier, it's, for sure. The sun's burning my eyeballs again as I drive into work. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's also known as the quickening, um, which is sort of like the womb that we talked about a few weeks ago. Sure. So nature's ready to bloom. Um, this is a time to plant seeds. Oh, really? Lots of, con- like lots of cultures. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Lots of cultures. Yeah, um, sure. I'll just go out in the winter. But also advisory. Like, <laughs> just plant a few. It's like fucking snowing. You're going to get like, that, like <laughs> a ton of, a ton of snow. Tonight. No, no. Now's the time. Today. Neighbors looking to be like, okay, guy. It's not February 2nd yet, Ted. By the time this episode could not <laughs> Um, It's a good time to plant metaphorical seeds as well. Oh. 
Yeah, which I talked about a couple weeks ago. I kind of got ahead of myself, I guess. So, but that's okay. All right. So this is a better time for your New Year's resolutions to like start bringing that shit up. You've had some time to do your research. Yeah. Now you need to start writing the paper. Yeah. Um, I found this blog called the Goddess Inc. blog. Um, it doesn't look like they post anymore, but um, I read a post that she wrote and she says, in bulk is a time of unease and that may be that unease is ingrained in us from our ancestors being worried about food supplies running out. I found that really interesting, especially since we were just talking about generational generational trauma. So yeah, yeah, I feel like going on at work right now. A little bit of stress, a little bit yeah. of worry. Yeah, you know, of, there's like no work for yeah. painters in the <laughs> winter. Yeah, difficult to paint um, yeah. when it's snowing out. Yeah, yeah. So I think some of that's sort of like a little bit hanging on from. Sure. I feel like this especially is like a slow season for a lot of people. Not for fucking me, but it's only because at the beginning of every year they're like, all those classes you didn't like get in last year, let's do them all now. Mm -hmm. And then next quarter they'll be like, okay, just kidding, we don't have any money. No classes at all. And they'll be like, why haven't you done any classes every year? (laughs) Imbolc or Imbolg is also called St. Bridget's Day or St. Bridget's Day. Okay. I'll explain why. But it is a Gaelic traditional festival. The earliest mentions of Imbolc in Irish literature were found in the 10th century. I read that the date is speculated that it has something to do with the breeding cycle of sheep. So they usually breed in like autumn. And so they're about like a month away from lambing at this point. So that's when they start like seeing like like the milk and like the udders of like cows and sheep and, and things like that. Um, obviously that's going to vary, but like it was the history, I read it from the history channel. So who fucking knows? Anyways, it's supposed to celebrate the goddess Bridget, who was evoked in fertility, oversaw poetry, smith crafting and prophecy, which I feel like is a really weird, like conglomeration of things. Um, I guess it's all about the creating smith, the a, smithing thing. I don't really. I guess it's all about like creation. So right. So like fertility, yeah, okay. poetry, prophecy, and then smith crafting is like yeah making shit. So sure. I guess it's a little that. But she was worshipped by a group called the Felid, who were members of an elite class of poets in Ireland and Scotland up until the Renaissance. She was considered one of the most powerful Celtic gods. She was the daughter of Dagda, who is the oldest god in the Celtic pantheon. She supposedly had two sisters also named Bridget, though it's speculated that those sisters were just like different aspects of the same goddess. Or maybe they just weren't real creative. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Like George Foreman. Fucking, yeah. Remember that scene from uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding where he's introducing all and it's everybody's like Nick... Nikki, Nick, Nick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> so anyways, if you want to check out more about Bridget, feel free. But supposedly she was born with a flame in her head and drank the milk of a mystical cow from the spirit world. So flames and cows. Sure. Those are our symbols yep. here. Cow milk. She's also credited with the first keening, which is a traditional wailing for the dead practiced at funerals. Um, I read this. Hold on. She was the first thing that ever went. 
Yeah, so keening is like a specific wail or lament, which is too keen, but the noun is the keen, which is a text, song, or poem used when lamenting. Okay. I found a fuck ton about keening. Um, when we get closer to like Halloween and maybe in the fall, I want to do a whole episode on like funeral rites and stuff for like. Okay, cool. So we'll, I'll leave that for there, but keening is what it's called. Anyways, so pre-Christianity, you knew this was coming. Yep. Um, they would make effigies of her and leave them in a basket. They'd light lamps and candles and bonfires for her. Um, I read that they would leave clothing out for her to bless. Eventually, she was adopted by Christianity as St. Bridget or Bridget. The Catholic Church claims she was a historical person, but as we saw with St. Patrick, they were really into writing fan fiction and comics about people. She is their pa- the patron saint of Irish nuns, newborns, midwives, dairy maids, and cattle. And supposedly she was even a buddy of St. Patrick, which makes me really think that she was just that that old whole shit was just made up. Sure. But do you know I how I feel about Average-ass Pat? So. Mm-hmm. Anyways, believe what yeah. you will. Yeah, whatever it takes to wash away old religions. That's right. Yeah. So, let's talk about in bulk and how to celebrate it. Let's talk about correspondences first. So, colors. Guess. Just give me one. Gray. What? It's like the middle of winter. This is all about the beginning of uh, life, Ted. All right, like green, pink, yellow. You almost got all of them. Per, although whatever pastel colors you can think of. Brown, green, pink, red, white, and yellow. It's not quite spring yet, but it's getting there. That's why brown, I think, is still in there. Um, <laughs> Some things are still dead. For animals, you got all your burrowing animals as well as bear, which I guess sort of is a burrowing animal. Oh, oh I know what's coming. It's got to be the last one. Deer, lamb, sheep, and your boy, the groundhog. What up, Chuck? He's not Chuck. His name's Phil. Whatever. If I had a groundhog, I'd name him Chuck. Chuck. Just a busy oh, not a one Chuck. <laughs> Are they separate? Are they're they in the same family. Like oh, but they're not the same. All that. Oh. The fuck? You just taught me something. Okay, herbs. Basil, bay leaf, blackberry, chamomile, crocus, jasmine, lavender, rosemary. All right. We've done a bunch of those. Yeah, that's why I had a hard time finding one. Uh, crystals, amethyst, garnet, onyx, ruby, and turquoise. Mm-hmm. Um, some good altar symbols. Um, there's this thing called a Bridget's Cross. Mine's right there. I, I, I can't see it from here. It sort of looks... Remember you called it a swastika? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Not a swastika. It doesn't look like a swastika. It's swirly. Everything that's swirly is in a swastika. They can't well, have when everything. It's like rigid, pointy. Never mind. The fucking Nazis can't have everything swirly and rigid. Okay. <laughs> Square and rigid. Swirly. Um, you can do your own research on Bridget's Cross. Uh, I'm not. We're not going to go into that. But you can make your own. Um. Also, evergreens are good for your your altar right now and white flowers and plows how you're gonna get a plow on your altar i have no fucking idea but that guy up the street has a plow in his backyard you could plow on your altar <laughs> wow <laughs> that might get it well, a little sex magic on the fucking altar all right <laughs> i mean you're celebrating the end of what happens after that but 
you know, just get the timing out of order. Nobody cares. Jesus Christ. It's a fertility <laughs> holiday. What do you want from me? Um, so food, seeds, grains, nuts, milk, I guess, because. Because are all the things that make it cows. through the winter. Yeah. Well, and also cows and also teas like chamomile. Mm-hmm. So how do you celebrate it? It is time to clean and cleanse. Fuck. <laughs> um, and make plans for the new year. Have a bath, as you stink. No, you stink. Clean off your altar and set it up fresh. Lots of candles. You know how you can clean God off the altar. Damn it, Ted. <laughs> I'm done. We're moving on. <laughs> um, you can also plan out your garden for spring. Just plan it? Mm-hmm. Plan, plan. Yeah, without plan the T. Plan. Yeah, plan it. Yeah, because certain, I don't know if you know this. Antonia taught me this last year. You have to plant certain plants next to other plants so that they grow better, because so they don't compete. Yeah, they they steal minerals and whatnot from each other, and also light. And don't you have? It's kind of like cooking. You have to plant certain plants first, and then after you harvest them, you plant other plants. Uh, I don't know. You don't know. I have no, no. idea. Remember, I might be a farmer. Here. I have thumbs, but they're definitely not. Yeah, I don't, yeah, they're definitely. I white. don't know what color they are yet. So. This celebration, this Sabbat, might be a little more private, more internal, um, personal. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be a quiet thing, but a lot of this stuff is kind of going on internally, preparing yourself for what you want out of this year, Um, whereas a lot of the other um, Sabbats are about, like, sharing what we have and, like, stuff like this. I'm not saying it's like a don't share with anybody kind of a thing. I'm just saying that this one is more of a, like an internal process of like what's going on with you and what you want. Okay. Like a very, very, uh, developmental. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So that's in bulk. Um, I'm going to talk about some of the other holidays that happen around this time that I found interesting. So the first one we'll talk about is candle moss which is the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord. It is exactly 40 days after Christmas because apparently, based on Jewish law, 40 days after the birth of a child, you have to make a sacrifice for purification. It was either being pregnant or having a child made you impure, apparently. So, Okay. Do you remember that one story in the Bible where when Jesus is just a baby, Mary like runs into that old man? Vaguely keep going. Yeah, so like he like, blesses him or whatever that's what she was doing when they met him she oh, was so like is... making her i think you had to have to make a, a sacrifice of like a dove or something like that um when i was reading earlier so makes me feel like original sin is the case here but I'm yeah not, well not exactly sure i don't know what the sin is but apparently like being either being pregnant or having a child made you impure i think it's so that... you had to like for exactly 40 days after the birth of your kid, you had to make an, a sacrifice. Okay. So, I, which I did not know until today. So, um, this celebration of Candlemas can be traced back to the fourth century in Jerusalem, um, and it was a purification holiday that, again, celebrated the return of the light and winter, um, after winter, excuse me, and was celebrated around the same time. 
could also be an adaptation of the Roman holiday Februalia, which I'll get into in a second. And um, as you can imagine, the ways you celebrate this are lighting candles, um, but also crepes. Don't ask me. Crepes? I don't know pa- Like pancake yes. crepes? Yep. yep. <laughs> so if you like crepes... Um, Burn one. <laughs> you can have as many crepes as you like on February 2nd. Uh, you heard it here first. Februaria? Februaria. Yeah, okay. I'll, we'll get it. We'll get there. Um, Groundhog Day. I don't know if this actually counts, but Groundhog Day is also celebrated on February 2nd, and I feel like it has some connections. So Groundhog Day started in the U.S. in 1887. It was created as a stunt by a newspaper um, in the Pennsylvania Dutch area of the country, and it is believed to can be connected to the German Candlemas tradition involving a badger. I didn't find out what that was. Um, apparently it's similar. Um, they're not like related related in bulk and Groundhog Day, but I thought it was interesting. Um, also, because we haven't talked a ton about Pennsylvania Dutch. I learned a lot about this, or I've like heard some great lore episodes about Pennsylvania Dutch and they had sort of like a like natural magic. It was all from like Germany that they brought over with them. Mm-hmm. It's all like like little um herb based like sachets and like spells and things like that. Okay. We'll have to do an episode on it at some point. They did what they called powwows. Um I know that sounds like I'm being insensitive, but that's like actually what they called them. But Pennsylvania Dutch um, had, I wish I could remember what their, um, what their like magic, magic users were called, but I can't remember. So we'll do it. I'll do it at some point. But yeah, I guess they did something um, related to Groundhog Day with a badger. So that's where it started. Exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of cool. All right, this is where it's going to get weird, because it wasn't weird already. Februalia or Februra. So this is obviously where the world word February came from. Oh. Februa is the Roman and Etruscan god of purification. Roman Etruscan. Yeah. Okay. So during this time in Rome, there was a month-long period of sacrifice and atonement. So, like, the very last day of January all through February, basically. Oh. Basically, if you didn't have a fucking job, you would spend the entire month, like, making sacrifices and saying prayers for all the bad shit you did the year before. If you didn't have a job? Well, they had to take breaks to work, so... But if you didn't have a job, like, if you were rich enough to not have a job, you could literally spend all day of, like, every single day Uh, of a month doing that, is what I meant. uh, Not that if you didn't have a job, you didn't have to... Yeah, I was like, what the... Damn. I just meant, meant, like, uh, in the extremist sense of it, if you didn't have to go to work, then you could do it all day, every day. Um, So lots of offerings to the gods. Um, Februs is possibly named in honor of Februa, which is an old spring festival, an older spring festival of washing and purification, which happens to occur at the same time as a festival called Lupercalia. Fans of uh, that Sabrina show might um, recognize this because they do that. So this is a festival. Lupercalia is a festival in honor of Fawn, 
and the wolf who nursed Romulus and Remus, again, sacrifices purification. Lupercalia is fucking wild. Sounds wild. like a KY festival. God, no. Um, Lupercalia is fucking <laughs> wild, and I probably should have waited to do Lupercalia until uh, Valentine's Day, but we're going to do it anyway because it's kind of all connected. It's coming. So, well, it's all kind of, like, linked together because they're not really sure, like, which... I mean, they know which one kind of came first, but, like, they all kind of happen around the same time, so it's mm-hmm. hard to, like, define which one, you mm-hmm. know, was which sort of a thing. So, Lupercalia. I read that they sacrificed two goats and a dog. <laughs> the dog was supposed to represent the deity who protects herds from wolves, I think. Okay. So the priests performing this ceremony um, have to wipe their heads with the knife, like Simba. Just, just clean it. Like they with just, their forehead. They just like wipe it off, <laughs> wipe it across their foreheads, like fucking Rafiki. Simba. Okay. Um, and then they wipe the knife on the wool yeah. and they dip it in milk. So like we're right back yeah, to like fucking yeah. sheep and milk and blood and livestock shit. and dairy. Yep. There's also supposed to be laughing while they do it, which fucking creeped me out. Laughing or like doing the like, no, no, eh. like, like laughing. They're oh. supposed to be laughing. Like that, that's what it said. <laughs> and then they make thongs. I think the shoe. I hope the shoe. Um, from that like animals, they make these these thongs. And they run around the Palatine Hill and hit women with the thongs. And if you get hit, it makes you fertile. What the fuck? <laughs> Fucking Romans are wild. They they had to be drunk all the time. Yeah. They had to be. Like every two weeks, they're coming up with some fucking holiday. They're like, yeah, cool. Everything's a festival. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen those videos that it's like everything is content? <laughs> everything yeah. is content. That's <laughs> what it's like. Everything's a festival. <laughs> yeah. A reason to let's, fucking drink. <laughs> it's been two and a half weeks. Let's fucking party. Yeah. So, like, you kill some animals, wipe some blood on your forehead, you make some shoes, and then you run, run around, around smacking and girls smacking girls, the ass. girls with those shoes. <laughs> and if you get You're smacked, <laughs> you get smacked, then it's time to. It's time to get it on because you're fertile now. So yeah, how else do you convince an entire populace just to bang in the middle of February? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wild. The Romans, man. I don't know. So it's not clear, um, super clear if Lupercalia was replaced by Candlemas or St. Valentine's Day because the dates were so close. Um, and remember, most of these um, festivals lasted a good long while, like supposedly Februalia was a full fucking month. So it would have crossed over that. Like it would be Good happening. Lord, at the there's same a time. month. It's a month of that. Well, no, no. The the Februalia member is a month of like atonement and offerings oh. to the gods. So this would have happened like during that, like in the middle okay. of February, okay. basically. Okay. Okay. That's right. So they got tired of like being sorry for bad things that they did. So they were just like, let's fucking party. <laughs> <laughs> Smack- I'm sick of lamenting. <laughs> Smack some. Let's lubricate. <laughs> <laughs> Smack, it's Looper with a P. Oh. <laughs> like lupus, like the fucking wolf. What the fuck? You thought it was Looper? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> P with a P, like lupus. Let's Looper Kate. 
I mean, I get it now. Fucking, I told you it was supposed to celebrate the wolf that raised did Romulus not, and did Remus. Did you not hear my joke earlier? It was yes, like, but like I, a KY I, festival. Yes, but I thought that, I mean, it was, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, some, like, weird shit goes on right now, but all of it has to do with, like, purification. Okay. Cleanse. All right, all right. Do you have any um, New Year's resolutions? No, I have, honestly, I have not even thought about it. I can't even come up with one right now. But I got a lot of junk up here to get rid of. I, I know it's an audio podcast. I'm pointing at my brain. <laughs> I should probably clean that out for a little while. I mean, maybe that could be your New Year's resolution. I don't know what that means. I don't either, but you said it. So. <laughs> I, my, my goals for the year are to survive the marriage Wow! Financially and... Oh. <laughs> uh, That's fair. <laughs> uh, hopefully buy a house. Yeah, so well, you know. That's kind of my resolution this year is to, like, plant that seed. I think mine is to take up more space. I was real... Weight, huh? No. <laughs> I mean, if I do, who fucking cares? But, um... Because being skinny doesn't make you a good person. So it doesn't define your worth. So, but I just realized that I'm here like most of the day by myself. I work from home. You know, there's nobody else around. Mm -hmm. But I realized that like I don't like play music out loud. Um, It's like not in like a headphone or something like that. I don't watch like shows that like I feel like watching unless like I know that like nobody's here kind of a thing I don't like light candles or anything that smells like anything um and I feel like I just have this like deep-seated guilt I guess of ancestral trauma yeah like not just not taste taking up I don't know if it's (laughs) it's certainly me trauma um of like being told like you know, that I shouldn't be doing that or that's too loud or like. That's obnoxious. Yeah. Or yeah, like, I don't okay. like that or like whatever the reason is. So I'm so gonna, you, you want to be able to like have that kind of freedom and not feel guilty about it. Yeah. And so, also okay. that we don't save special things for special occasions. We use the special things because there might, the special occasion might never come. So like if you have, if I have like huh. something and I'm like saving for like a special like a special occasion or like a candle that I'm like, oh, this one's really good. Like, I don't want to burn this one yet. Or like, oh, I really like this lotion. I'm like, I'm only going to use it like at a certain time. Or like, I'm only going to like wear this outfit or these shoes like for a special occasion. Fuck that. I want to wear those shoes by myself in the house. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to like use those things because there's no guarantee that like that special, that you're going to make it to that special occasion. Yeah. So yeah, like there's always that bottle of wine that you're saving for a special occasion. Like, drink it. Yeah, fucking. Maybe, drink maybe it. not the whole thing. Like, have a glass or something. Well, yeah, but like enjoy the shit that you're like that's around for you to enjoy it. Don't save it for a special occasion. Like, our fucking grandmothers had china that nobody was allowed to eat off of except for at fucking Christmas. Like, that took up a whole fucking china cabinet and nobody ever touched it. Like, I I didn't even see it then. It never came out of there. Yeah, ever. Or, yeah. like, the, like, fancy fucking, um, like, formal dining rooms. Like, most, 
There are so many people in our generation who are like, I don't need a fucking formal dining room. What am I going to do with that? I do. Or like, well, yeah, but you're like a DM. So, <laughs> but, but I mean like, but you're not going to have like only touch it for formal dining. Right. Like, right. or like furniture that we weren't allowed to actually sit on. Like yeah. shit like that. So, you know, and I feel like there's no sense in saving these like spaces in your fucking life for a special time. Right. All time is special. Whenever mm-hmm. you deem it special, you fucking use it. So that's my other thing I'm going to yep. do this year. Use the special shit. Yeah. Enjoy it while you still Enjoy can. it while you can. Enjoy it while it's still around. It sort of like reminds me of Kevin McAllister and his skates. Got a pair of skates and he never wore them because he was afraid he was going to wreck them. And then he grew out of them. So. Oh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't want to grow. Don't want to grow out of it, or past it. Sure. Use it. Fucking go for it. So yeah, that's it. That's all. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Yeah. Um, do what you've been doing. Spread the word. Yeah. We appreciate the growth. We do. Happy in bulk. Yeah, happy in bulk. I don't know what comes after that, but we'll be ready for it. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I might just start on some tarot shit but I haven't decided yet or next time no I meant like a series like a tarot series oh oh okay but I haven't decided yet so we'll okay see. we'll see I don't know what we're doing next next week I'm gonna figure it out thanks for listening we love you bye bye bye